Introducing the Dunkin' Run. A dollar donut with any medium coffee. A whole new era of... I'm going on a Dunkin' Run. You want anything? Yeah, maybe a jelly donut and an iced coffee. You got it. Ooh, wait, actually glazed donut and a hot coffee. Mm. Okay, <clears throat> back on track. Make it a Dunkin' Run. Get a $1 donut with any medium coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Exclude specialty donuts and fancies. Offer valid on medium or larger coffees. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hey guys, it's AC. Uh, Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to clear some things up. Um, So the way we work our schedule, we pre-record our episodes well in advance. Um, So that actually runs us into a couple problems that you're going to see pop up here on the podcast. First one being... um, you know, we, 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 we're probably going to end up reporting some news late and we're trying to fix this problem, be a bit more, uh, quicker with our recording schedule and, and try and pick up the pace and have it a bit more, uh, recent to the time that they happens. Unfortunately, in these first couple episodes, uh, these are going to be some pretty late, uh, late events, um, we're talking about the Grammys that were at the beginning of February. This is coming out March eighth, um, so it's 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 quite some time. Time has passed. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention was um, this podcast is coming out um, just a few days removed from the uh, the news of the tragic passing of Tommy Page. Um, who we cover in this podcast. Um, you know, we, we try our best to um, review the music and not the person, and I think we did a fairly good job of that in this podcast. You know, maybe some things were said in jest, um, and it may come across insensitive at the time of this at the time of this release. Um, but like I said, you know, the, the object of this podcast is to review the music and and not so much the artists themselves. So if if you know, we're we're not gonna change anything about, you know, what was said. Um, but if you feel that you're if you're a huge Tommy Page fan and you're you're um not ready to hear disparaging things or 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 things you may not be ready to hear, you know, maybe you can just either skip that part, you know, it's the second song in this podcast, or just skip this episode altogether. Hopefully you can listen to the rest of it without, you know, um, without it being too big of a an issue. But, you know, we, like I said, we want to make sure that we're, we're true to our opinions in this podcast and we're, we're, we're true to the music. Um, we don't say anything horrible about the man. Um, and to be honest with you, um, you'll find a lot of information on him now on Wikipedia and, and stuff like that. At the time that we did record, his Wikipedia page was almost near blank. So we didn't actually get a chance to know a whole lot about the guy. So we really did just try to stick to the music itself. But hopefully that doesn't take away from your enjoyment of this podcast. I encourage you to just go ahead and listen. You know, you know, it, like I said, it's our opinion, but... If if it's something that's going to bother you to where you're not going to enjoy the podcast, you know, just skip that section. Like I said, it's the second song or just skip this podcast altogether. But uh, hopefully otherwise, you know, you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Anyway, here's the show. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Okay, welcome back to the Shot Through the Chart 
uh, podcast, music review podcast. This is AC Ponce. This is Stephanie Henderson. We're back again. We're doing the top 40 from 1990, starting with songs 40 through 36 today. Um, we're going to be taking a look at those five songs uh, and sharing our thoughts with them, uh, for them. Um, so we're going to be, you know, like I said in the last podcast, we're going to be taking a look at all these songs, reviewing all of them. We're going to do five songs each uh, podcast. Um, so this is going to be our first set of five songs getting into the top 40. And if you didn't listen to our last podcast, go check it out. Um, it's kind of an introductory to this, and we, we go through some songs that we thought should have, you know, went and made it through to the top 40. Uh, and I'll give you a little bit of intro of our weirdness and what we think about music and our appreciation of music, so. Yes. Uh, thank you if you went ahead and subscribed to the podcast, if you sent us some emails, uh, you know, we're going to respond back to you and just open up the dialogue for this podcast and really, you know, keep it interesting, not keep it one-sided. Uh, we want to make sure we get everybody's opinions, as many as we can, out there because, you know, this is this really is a, a music review podcast, um, but also it's, you know, just to show our love for the music that we grew up with and we're hearing now, so... This is gonna be this is gonna be fun, okay? Um, but the first things we're gonna be talking about today, uh, we're gonna get into a little bit of news, you know, some music news. Just talk about what's going on uh, there. Uh, the first thing I want to get into, we just um, wrapped came up the out, Grammys. Yeah, just came out of the Grammys. 2017. What was your what, what did you think? Of the, did you actually get a chance to watch the Grammys? I w- I kept popping in and out of it because I was sick, so I was catching it like online. And I know some people, I I don't know if everyone does this, and I don't know what you guys think about it, um, but people were going live on Facebook, you know, so, like, they were pointing their cameras at the TV, like, while mm. they were watching it. So, I mean, it was kind of cheating, but that's how I watched some of it, you know? Yeah, you know, but, I wasn't, I, I, sorry to cut you yeah. off, but I wasn't all that invested in catching it right yeah. then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I kind of watched it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah. was about it. Or, or, you know, those Facebook YouTube live things. YouTube is great for that, because YouTube does live now, too. So, mm-hmm. I don't know if they did the Grammys live. Uh, I doubt it. I, but I don't think they did. But, because it was such a big, you know, show. Right. But, also, so, with with you know the news and the things that I have to say about it basically um while I was working uh last week I was listening to the radio and there were so many artists what stuck out to me at least this year for the Grammys you know so many artists chose not to go and really? it, a lot of a lot of them were nominated for you know many things like Drake uh I know uh JB and a few other people, uh, Frank Ocean, but who knows what Frank Ocean's doing nowadays anyway. But, you know what I mean? So a lot of people, and they were just saying that, you know, the Grammys is not geared towards, you know, hip-hop and rap people, you know? And I don't know if I agree with that, because you see a lot of big names there, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce obviously of were course, there. Right. And, you know, so they go and support it. And I think you know, it's the Grammys. If you're an artist, right. a music I, artist, that's I, where you want to be, you right. know? Especially if you're nominated. Drake was nominated for so many things, he wasn't even there, and people had to, you know, accept on his behalf. So, I think, you know, that it's just, I think it's just a professionalism thing. Like, that's your job, so part of your job as, you know, a person, you know, in the music industry is to be at the Grammys. I, I would love to go to the Grammys, you know, it's just... It's an it's a huge award show that you know it was like what the fifty ninth year for the Grammy so you Something know it was like a big that. it was a big year 
So, I, yeah. I mean, I have to disagree. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure that's not your opinion, but, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's the artist's opinions about the Grammys not be a hip-hop-centric um, mm-hmm. award show. I guess they said it wasn't catered to... I, I don't want to make this a race thing, but right. they were like, I don't... I, don't um, quote me word for word, but they were like, Oscar it's not... Oscar so white type thing. Right. It, it. They were like, it's not geared towards the black demog- mm. demographic, I guess. I, I don't know. That's. I, I think that's a strange assumption. Some of the biggest performances right. that Michael night Jackson. Were, like, I'm talking about, like, big people who oh, have won before. Oh, I'm talking about you know, continuous, that night. I'm talking well, about that night. Even that night, yeah. But... You know, in, in the past, you know, again, 59 years of doing the Grammys and, mm. you know, Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones, you know, all the Stevie Wonder, mm. all those big names happen to be black, have won, you know, and they, they deemed it important. A, right. a lot of those people were there. Right. But what, what I was getting at is like the biggest performances of the night mm-hmm. were Beyonce, yeah. was The Weeknd. Oh, the tribute to uh, Prince. The tribute to Prince. Right. Uh, Chance the Rapper getting to, to do his thing, right? Was Prince considered black still when he died? <laughs> you you're more connected to that community than I am, so I Only you tell half me. Of me. Well, yeah, but that, that's more than me. <laughs> I'm true. I'm just dark by skin color. I'm not you know, but uh, no, but like you know, I think Chance the Rapper winning yeah. was a big thing. You know, he you know a completely un. I don't like to use the word unsigned because he kind of yeah. does his thing independently, right? You know, uh, or not kind of. I he does like his thing independently. He's made a really great name for himself. To, to perform at the Grammys, you know, and and not be signed to this huge label. Right. He, he's really making an influence. So I really respect artists who are who are kind of, you know, in that little solo, you know, let me go at it alone kind mm-hmm. of um, right. field right now. It seems like there's a lot. And then apparently, even after the Grammys, like, he's, people, of course, people are going to, you know, he garners a lot of attention. Right. And there are people trying to sign him, and he still turned them down. Right. So he still I'm, wants to stay independent. It's so funny because I remember, I don't know where my phone is, but one of my friends was saying, uh, she was like, look at Chance the Rapper trying to get people saved into Jesus <laughs> during the Grammys <laughs> with his performance. And I'm like, I'm all for it. Let's let's do it. That's awesome. That's, yeah. But, but uh, uh, yeah, a couple he points. He was just one of the great, one of the, one of the great performances. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so one of the, you know, just want to kind of go over some of the, the results here, uh, well, I mean, I don't really need to talk about results. It was just kind of one result. Uh, Adele just won up just about everybody. Yeah. Blew um, everyone out of the Just destroyed water. everything. You know, album of the year, song of the year, record of the year. Year, excuse me. Yeel. Yeel. Uh, <laughs> best pop solo performance. Best mm. pop vocal album. Wow. Right? So that was just, yeah. that was what, one, two... That's five. She five. won five, right? Yeah, that's yeah. five. And then um, she broke one in half and gave half of it to Beyonce. <laughs> was it you and me who was talking yeah, about this? That's what you're talking about. Well, no, like, but you know, does that kind of feel like if you're Beyonce, do it, you accept that? Like, it, I I didn't see you know her do it, mm-hmm. but it I felt like it was very girl power. I'm gonna share this with you because I feel either you know she felt that Beyonce. She either in her own self mm-hmm. thought that Beyonce deserved it over mm-hmm. her, so she's like, "Here, let me break this bad boy in half and give it to you." But also, it kind of seems like what's Beyonce going to do with half of a trophy? Right, like, exactly. She's, she's going to look gonna... at it and be like, "I lost." Yeah, you know, that's, and that's what how I felt like. But I think Adele's looking at it from a point like, "I won. It's you know, a win for all of us women. Best, all of us. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. In this genre, you know, road to hell power, is, is paved with with good intentions. Right, right. You know, but you know, if I'm Beyonce, you know, it's like I don't, I don't need that." You 
you know, let me well, win no. on my own accord. I, I know, but again, Beyonce. But that's won. if I'm Beyonce. Yeah, but but I don't think be I don't think Beyonce's like that. I think Beyonce is. She's probably like this is a weird thing. I mean, she's from Houston, okay? So she got a little bit of a bit of, a little bit of flavor. So she's probably like, flavor. Well, I don't I don't need this. She probably probably carries hot sauce in her purse. Anyway, does, it, does does she not say that in one of her songs? Does she? I think so. Oh, I got that from a Cheetah Girls movie because oh. a girl is from Houston. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, I I don't know if I was Beyonce, I I feel like Beyonce is the kind of person who would laugh it off and be like, that was a nice thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like other people in her camp that may be surrounding her mm-hmm. might have the same thought process that you did. Like, girl, I don't need this from you. Right, like, exactly. But I I think it was just Adele. Adele is such a nice person. Like, you never hear anything about Adele. You know, besides bad. she has a potty mouth. Besides, yeah, besides that and bad-mouthing an ex, I mean, because he was a douche, but other than that, we good. I mean, Adele's a sweetheart. She probably Um, meant, you know, nothing but good from it. Right, right. So, speaking of Beyonce, we kind of talked about the award that she won. Yeah. uh, Best uh, Urban Contemporary Album. It sounds made up. It sounds super made up. Just so she could get something. And and I'm not saying just so she could get something, because I think she was deserving. Like, her sister won something, and she didn't. Like, I thought that was weird. I was like, what the hell has Solange been doing? Maybe I'm just not paying attention. But, you know. Which is great for a music podcast. No, it's. It's Solange. True. Like, true. What is? What do you remember her doing? I remember her acting for the most part. She was uh, in a Bring It On movie. Okay, that's what I thought. Beating the snot out of Jay Z in oh. the elevator. <laughs> Whatever. That was stupid. She looked great that night, though. Anyway, <laughs> I remember I was in fashion class and my teacher was talking about it. Um, but no, like I don't know. I I think that it just like. Have you ever heard of that? category at the Grammys before ever before this there are so many categories that I've, yeah, I've never heard even like even because uh, who would have won that before like can we look up I'll look that up and get back to you guys okay. alright <laughs> we'll, we'll try to try to write it down in our show notes or something like that yeah. um, okay some other things uh, Bruno Mars's performances yeah okay, okay. so alright we have differences of opinions but Solely for the fact that we expect so much from Bruno yes. Mars, we yes. hold him to such a huge high standard. Yes, that and that and that's our own fault. But he's Bruno Mars. Like he, whatever he performs, you know, it's always amazing. No doubt about it. I've never seen a performance of his go bad. I don't think. Um, but you know, he performed uh, what I like mm-hmm. uh, from which his, we love. Some that we yes, love. Yes, I love that song so much. So glad it's being played on the radio more now. Um, so when I work, I'm just jamming out, Mm -hmm. but his album came out back in September, I want to say. And so he performed what I like. We all know. I'm glad he didn't perform 24 karat magic because we're a little over that song, but you know, what I like is such a good song. He has such amazing vocals in that song. It's slower. It's more melodic. It's more, you know, let me romance you (laughs) kind of song. But I think because we're used to him singing and dancing, yes, we didn't get enough of the Bruno Mars, I don't know, energy mm-hmm. and and charisma. I, I guess. And yeah, I mean, like, because well, yeah, there wasn't that much dancing. You're right that we are sick of twenty four twenty four karat magic, but I, I don't know. I just 
if you watch his performance of that song on mm-hmm. SNL and how oh, much energy he put yeah. into that, yeah. like that was just incredible. And we were sort of expecting something on the same. Mm-hmm. I was sort of expecting something on the same level mm-hmm. as that. Now I went in watching it with no expectation, no, just well, expecting a great Bruno Mars performance, and that's mm-hmm. what I got. You know, because his vocals were were great. You know, as usual, I didn't feel like he dropped the ball in any way. Mm-hmm. His his backup dancers were a little distracting because. So he had two backup dancers, and then the two guys playing the guitar or the mm-hmm. bass on either side of the backup dancers, one was getting it, like he was dancing his butt off, and the other one was kind of into it, but still doing the dance. So mm-hmm. I was like, it looks like it, it was just an odd kind of formation of dancing, right. and I was like, I need this guy to either pick it up or the other guy to slow it down, right. <laughs> you know? But no, I I think the performance was great, and I think I I'm so glad that whenever you hear Bruno Mars, you know, perform live, he sounds just the way he, he does. Yes. Uh, if not better, you know, because he likes to bring out his right. range when he's live. I want to I wanna transition to another topic, but before I do, speaking about, you know, sounding the same on the radio as performing live, but before I do that, what did you think of the, the Prince tribute? I I thought it was really good. I think... I I love the the purple outfit. Of that course, yeah. of course, classic, you know, classic, classic, Prince. classic Prince. But I think that it was it was a really good tribute to him. It just it's such an, a great way to honor his legacy and mm-hmm. honor his his music and right. everything. And Raspberry Beret is my favorite song. So I uh, I I don't want to say I was disappointed. I love that they played that you know they at least did one song right but i'm disappointed that, that they it was did just one, one song, song yeah. right and don't get me wrong what was it let's go let's go crazy yeah, let's yeah. Go crazy. um which is a great song but you know prince just had such a library of, of hits that right it's a shame that they didn't do some sort of like medley yeah or something i thought they like were that. gonna do a medley like i was expecting them to do a medley mm-hmm. but then when when it happened i was like oh okay like yeah. i wasn't i wasn't disappointed when it was over but I was just like, oh well, what if they did this or what? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it right. could have been something completely different. But. Right. Anyway, so getting back to sounding the same, uh, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's yes, performance. Yes, I loved it. He ah, oh, I love Ed Sheeran so doing much. Doing the doing the whole you know the looping and all that. Yes, and- I I so. I love YouTube, and I and I personally love when people do covers. AC is not a fan of covers. It depends. It really depends. Like he's just. He doesn't want people doing anything extra. <laughs> and I love when people do something extra. I want them to put their own spin on it. I don't want to hear a cover of, of a song that's already been sung. Like, I want them to do their own thing with it, right? So, but anyway, so on YouTube, you know, I I watch a few people, and they do the looping, and they play their own instruments, and they record them, and then they play them back, and, you know, all that good stuff. So, um, when you watch Ed Sheeran's performance, all you got was, you know... His vocals, his instruments, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, it was. And it was there was no awesome. band; it was just the it's instruments just all and Ed. him. But when he starts singing, it, his voice is so clear and so spot on with what you hear. It it sounds like you're listening to the radio. That's how clear it is, or you're listening to it from off of the album. And I love that about Ed Sheeran because. He's just so authentic because when his voice is a little rough that day, he'll change, you know, the tune of the song. He'll change the notes, you know, to fit. But, you know, this was just so perfect. I, I don't even know what other words to describe. It was just so perfect. And and it was clear. 
I don't know, I guess clear is the best word I got, but it, it just was so clear and crisp and, you know, I love Shape of You, so. Yes, it's a great song. I want to talk more about it, but I want to give you enough time to talk about our next topic. Oh my gosh. So, Yay. recently, uh, the New Edition story came out, yes. the biopic about New Edition. On BET. And... I, you know, me, I'm I'm a New Edition fan. I like their music. Steph is on a whole different level. Steph and her, her yes. dad are on a whole different level. Yay. So uh, let's, uh, a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, the you cast. Can, you can add your, your info first because, you know, I'm going to ramble quite a bit. Well, okay. All right. Well, f- that's fine. Okay. So the cast. I thought the cast was amazing. I think the casting was great. So perfect. Um, you know, the kids, the, 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 the young. kids were amazing like they killed it i don't think you could have gotten any better kids yes uh the kid who played um and i i I hate saying just the kid but i can't find their name right off the bat um but you know the one the the kid who played um um ralph ralph because they're supposed supposedly, and I'm I'm pretty sure this is the case because it doesn't sound anything like the original recordings. Yeah, the the cast no, no. actually did you know to, did yeah. their own singing, and the mm-hmm. the kid who did I, I I'm sorry I keep calling him the kid, but he 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 did an amazing job as, as Ralphie. Um, I, I forgot his name. Man, I I hate that I can't remember his name right now. But he's We're the totally one he played. Uh, he played young Ricky. Um, Ricky Bell. Ricky, young Ricky Bell. Uh, great singer. Um, you know, for those of you who are fans of Stranger Things, you'd recognize him. Oh, yeah. Um, I just wish I could remem- remember his name right now. It's Caleb something, but I can't remember the rest of it. But uh, those those kids, super talented, super talented. Just the, the choreography that they went through and all that was, was amazing. And then the guys that played the, the you know, grown-up version, if you will, uh, of the band... They were great. Uh, you have Brashear Gray um, from Empire, mm-hmm. right? Um, still haven't watched that show yet, but I hear amazing things. So definitely something I, I'm more encouraged to see now because of his performance there. Um, I'm going to talk about the ones that, that kind Caleb, of have... A, Caleb McLaughlin Caleb, played Caleb, Ricky Bell. Yes, from, uh, yes, Caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things. Uh, yes. Elijah Kelly, um, for those of you who are fans of musicals, Hairspray, The Wiz, yeah. you'll recognize him. A great, great voice. Um, probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when they transition literally from the young actors to the mm-hmm. to the older actors and just hearing Elijah's vocals come in right off the bat was was awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, Jahi Diallo Winston played young Ralph. Yes. And both those kids... Yeah, they were both played young Simba. Y- young Hawaii Simba in... in Broadway. Yes. Uh, which is, you know, awesome that, you know, they, they got both of them. Um, who else? Uh, Luke James. Oh, man. Luke James <laughs> is amazing. Played Johnny Gill. Oh, man. Uh We'll have a bit more discussion on Johnny Gill in the future, but anyway, <laughs> Luke James, amazing, you know, if you're familiar with his work, and I only became familiar with his work because of this movie, mm-hmm. uh, great stuff, I can understand why he was nominated for for a couple of Grammys, I yes. want to say, yes. um, but the cast was, was amazing, I mean... Um, Whoever casted this, I hope they made a great amount of money, or even if they didn't get a great amount of money, I hope that they got credit... For just such a great job. Mm-hmm. And I know that the real new edition had their hands yes, in yes. picking who portrayed them. And I think that's... I, I watched a lot of interviews um, about this. Sorry, I'm stealing your time. But no, um, 
a lot of them were saying that, you know, if something was not right, they said they will table it, you know, and come back to it later on. But it it so happened that, you know, things had fallen into place right before, you know, production was was um, getting started that it, it just worked out so perfectly. I know Bobby Brown was not originally on board, um, but he came through right at the last minute and, you know, of course, approved and mentored and and went through all the motions and all of the 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 learning process with the cast. So they knew what to expect. They knew how to walk. They knew how to talk. They knew how to, you know, just their manner. They knew how to stand and sit just like, you know, the new edition people they're portraying. So mm-hmm. it was just, it was so well done. So, I'm, so I'm well going to yield the rest of the time to you, but let me, let me get yeah. this out first. Sure. Um, excited to see Wood Harris again. Yes. For those of us who are big fans of, uh, not Friday Night Lights. I always mix that up. Yes. Remember the Titans. Yes, it's it's just painful to but see. But he's so that. much older now, and and I, I and don't the fact know. that he's old, it's just he's so much older. And because remember the Titans is such a classic. Yes. movie. You don't ever want to see him as right older guy. Right, but he did he did an amazing job as well. Um, and then I just wanted to point out the guys that once, like I said, you know the guys that I talked about earlier already kind of had established careers, mm-hmm. but uh, Woody McLean who played Bobby yes. Brown. We had Keith Powers, who played um, uh, Ronnie DeVoe, yes. and then Algie Smith, who played yes, he's pretty Ralph Tresvant. Yeah, so he actually, I'm pretty sure he was just a, he was a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. He got he got into the music industry kind of a little bit on the down low, and then uh, he probably just auditioned. And I didn't hear too many things. I know that when Elijah Kelly was um, offered and, and suggested for the role... Um, that he portrayed, he suggested, uh, he asked who was going to play Johnny Gill. Mm -hmm. And the first name he came up with was uh, Luke James. Mm -hmm. So he called Luke James, you know, they got together, they talked. And so, you know, Luke James and went and auditioned. So, and and I'm very glad for that friendship, you know, forming. That that casting is just amazing. It was spot on. Because Luke James... Amazing voice. Yes. Johnny Gill, amazing voice. Yes. They needed that just they to ma- get yes, get that right, and they so. made it perfect. But even, like, I don't... Whoever did the makeup and the artistry and the, the clothing behind this was also genius. I'm such... I have such an appreciation for any type of art, and fashion is an art. I went to design school. So, you know, it, it takes... It's a lot of work, a lot of studying, a lot of, of understanding uh, people... I, I'm. I know it's gonna sound a little kooky and out there, but if if the makeup and the the wardrobe was not as perfect as it was, the movie would not have been pulled off as great as mm-hmm. it was. It would have shattered the entire thing. Right. You know. So, honestly, in in all totality of it, it was all spot on. Yeah. You know, and and I think I I love the fact that you know Bobby Brown, uh, Michael Bivens, and. Ron DeVoe, all of those guys were hands-on mentors yes. to the cast while they're throughout the whole thing. And I guess they were saying if they weren't all on the set at once, it someone was there. Mm-hmm. You know, someone was there to make sure something was right. Because they were like, uh, they didn't move like that. Uh, no, no, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, this person don't act like that. You need to, yeah. like, I know there's a part where, I think it was Bobby Brown, um, there's a part where Mike Bivens, so, um... Brashear Gray, 
Um, he cried at one part and Bobby Brown was like, Mike Bivens definitely did not cry at this part. He would not do that. He's like, I wasn't in the scene, but I know my man and he would not do that. So then when Mike came in the next time and reviewed the, that tape, he was like, oh, that was perfect. He's like, that's exactly how I reacted. Mm-hmm. He's like, I didn't cry. I didn't break down. He's like, I was pissed, but I held it in and, and I had to make a decision. So, you know, just a little insight, yeah, but I, I, just, I just, I appreciated that. Yeah. I, the thing, the biggest thing about it. That, that I appreciated was, you know, all the stuff that, because they, they painted a, a what, very vivid picture, a, a very vivid picture specifically of Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and, you know, I don't, there, there are many movies where they do that, where they, you know, I don't want to say they drag someone's name through the dirt or they exaggerate. I think they just take whatever media had said about mm-hmm. that person at the time and form you know, their own picture of right. who that person was. Right. But I love that they, they did get inside Bobby Brown's head because, you know. Yeah. And then on top of that, I mean, the fact that, you know, they, they filmed that and they showed him, you know, warts and all, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and he said, and he was man enough to say, yeah, I did those kinds of things. Right. You know, I would have. There's I, a I lot wanna... of situations for each of the characters yeah. where they went through something right. like I, that. And I don't want to, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. I mean, no. it's, but you know, there's a, a scene at the end at, at, at Ronnie's wedding when, when, you know, uh, Bobby's character, you know, says, you know, I put you guys through a lot of shit and I feel like that was Bobby like really manning, spe- up, yeah, manning yeah. up and like really owning, yeah. you know, owning, not, not just, you know, the character in right. the movie, but right. Bobby Brown, the, you know, the, the actual person. human, right. bu- human being. So. And, and so I also read that they had the real, the original members, you know, the real members, um, uh, not the cast, um, of new edition, all six of them, including Johnny Gill and Bobby Brown, they all, I guess they went away together for like I think a weekend and so doing this they had to hash out everything like from the start of their career as Mm. kids all the way up to you know that present day that they were sitting together Mm -hmm. because you know not everyone's in the same room at the same time as everyone when life is happening Mm -hmm. right so Bobby Brown's over here doing his music BBD is over here doing something else. John Gill, Ralph Tresvant is over here. So, you know, they had to sit down, come together and be like, hey, what happened back then? What were you thinking at this time? Mm-hmm. And so I guess it was it was very therapeutic for them because, mm-hmm. you know, they were like, oh, I didn't know that you felt this way. I right. did not know that this was happening. You did a great job of hiding this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. So they really, you know, 30 years of friendship, 30 plus years of friendship and, and you know, the entertainment business coming between them and... But also, ultimately, you know, them beating it mm-hmm. by coming together and doing this movie. And I think <clears throat> I'd love that they did this because the fans, you know, really appreciate it. And I know my dad, you know, he was so, so happy. And I, I people that I, I work with, I've talked to, you know, they were so happy that this happened. But also, at the same time, it's it's a tribute to what they did as a group. It wasn't one one individually it wasn't the bobby brown show right you know even though you know that's his persona that's what he wants he wants a bobby brown show mm-hmm. it wasn't just you know bill biv devoe mm-hmm. it wasn't just mike bivens you know it was collectively as a group what they went through where they came from where they went to and and you know and i think it's important for for us who are not in the entertainment industry to know what it's like and you know there's so many artists that are like it's not easy you know it's a constant Mm -hmm. struggle but if you want it you can get it and you know we see all these stories about people who just don't make it Mm -hmm. 
But when you watch this, you're just like, oh, I would have quit. Or, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Even the mothers. The mothers had such a huge part. And it wasn't even a lot of um, new addition at the time. It was the moms making mm-hmm. the decision. But again, these moms didn't know anything. So they were none the wiser. Mm-hmm. My only issue was, you fools didn't really read any of these contracts. Mm-hmm. Like, you grown people. But then again, we, we discovered, you know, a lot of these moms were young, young moms. Like, mm-hmm. So they probably were only late 20s, early 30s when these kids started getting right. signed. So, you know, they probably saw record deal and bonus of $500, you know, and signed right away. You know, they probably assumed, you know, that extra money would keep flowing. So, mm-hmm. you know, not to give the story away, but, you you know, if you have not seen it, I, I highly recommend it. It is on demand uh, if you have, like... BET On Demand. Yeah, it's on, um, it's on BET On Demand. If you have any kind of cable provider, you can watch it. Yeah. And then, um... It's not. It was on YouTube, but of course it was taken down. Yeah. So I don't promote watching things that are not, you know. A um, couple things I wanted to talk about that I just loved, and and then we kind of have to throw the break here. Um, but um, so the recreation of the uh, "Not My Kind of Girl" music video with the with the military uniforms, the recreation yes. of the um, of the. Poison if it is in love, yeah, that one was perfect. That one was perfect. I know, Poison was part, a little off, but Poison, I, I, well, the video itself, the imagery and everything, right? Was it was perfect. it matched it up was pretty just well. The music, right? That was the one song. So everything else, so the music wise, mm-hmm. everything, it was great. <coughs> okay, losing my voice Steph again. Is, guys. Steph is dying <coughs> over here. I need a cough drop. She got way but, too excited. Um, but no, like the music was so good. Like it was really these good. guys are all so so talented. So t- and I'm I'm really I'm really impressed with um Algie Smith who played mm-hmm, yes. Ralph because he was, you know, YouTube he got into the music industry a little bit. He doesn't really have that many credentials, but he came in and he nailed Ralph Tresvant's yes. voice in his parts, you know, he Even was a lot of Right, he was a lot of he did a lot of the lead parts and he knocked every song out of the water. It was perfect. But yes, the only song that was a little iffy for me out of all the songs that they redid, was Poison. It was, Poison. It was just it. a little bit That's off. it. But the music video for it was great. Yes. Okay. All right. So we're going to throw the break real quick, guys. Steph's going to go try not to die real quick. Yes. Uh, but when we come back, we are going to look into... Maybe uh, if I calm down, I'll stop coughing. <laughs> hopefully. You, she, you can tell. She just got way too excited I about really, this. I love that movie. But uh, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to look at songs 40 through 36 of the uh, Billboard top Year 100. End Top 100. All right. For the year uh, 1990. For 1990. So stick around, and we'll be right back. Uh, welcome back to the Shot Through the Chart Music Review Podcast. Uh, we're Shot gonna go through the chart and you're too late. Is but it it's not too late because we are gonna change. Well, not I'm, literally. I'm fairly certain that is not the lyrics. But anyway, we are gonna... Uh, we won't argue about this right now. <laughs> uh, we are gonna get into the first five songs of the Top 40 of 1990. Number 40 to number 36. Um, so, like I mentioned the last podcast, this, these are off of the year-end Hot 100 
of the Billboard charts, okay? So yes. these are up online for you to find. Um, can't really argue the, the order that they're in, but... Although I would uh, like to. Yeah, as much as we would like to, um, we can't, all right? So um, let's get into this. We are going to start with number 40. Number 40 is Rome by the <laughs> B-52s. Yes! Um, so, Steph, why don't you uh, kick us off here? Sure. Uh, so, um, I talked about the B-52s in the last podcast, and I alluded to this song being number 40. Um, I love this song. I, ugh. I like the B-52s. I think they're, they're just fun. Their music is always happy that I've heard of, or that's been on the radio. It's always been fun and up upbeat, you know? Not that I really listen to the lyrics, apparently. But it's just... You just want to dance when you hear their music, like Rome and that other one. And so That other one. <laughs> that other one that I already talked about. Uh, the Flintstones one. The Flintstones. <laughs> but, no, it... Love Shack, for those yeah, of you. Yeah, there one. But they just make you want to dance. Oh, I love it. Uh, I do believe that the song deserves to be on the top 40. I'm glad that it, it just made it. I I think that it deserves to be there. I like it. There are some that we're about to get into in this very episode that I don't think should be there at all. So, uh, you want to interject your two cents? I, I would love to interject my two cents. I believe you I need would. to swap this song out for... Uh, that other song. I already forgot love, the name. Love Shack. Love Shack. Good no. Gravy. Yes. Yes. No. Okay. In in the scheme of things, in in what people remember, if I ask somebody, hey, what's you know what's probably the most memorable B fifty two songs that you could think of, they'll That's probably not fair. say. What if they the, don't know any of the the names? They'll probably say the one. Everybody knows the name of Love, love Shack. But they might not okay. know that B fifty two sang it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, for for anyone who I knows mean, anything about move, you, you're getting off on some technicalities here. Um, but no, like seriously, Love Shack is probably the most memorable um, B fifty two song, and and Rome, it's it's a good song. It, it's not a great song. I don't it think it belongs song. in the top forty. I, I think do. you should swap it out. Um, you know, it's. <sighs> I think it should stay right where it is. I, and I would still move Love Shack going, to okay, the top four. Once again, going back to my DJ bias, mm-hmm. right? This isn't even a DJ bias. I think Love Shack is just a much more fun song. And Rome... They're both fun. No, I mean, if you... If, I like Rome. Like, Rome sends a nice message. Message Like, go live your life. Go enjoy great, it. Go wander around a, the world. Be a crazy person. Love Shack is just... Love Shack, baby. Whatever the words see, are. See, you know those words, but you, you know, I mean... I know Rome. Roam if you want to. Roam around the world. What else do you need to know? I okay. I think part of the reason why it's Rome not if you want as... to. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I can't really sing, guys. So that's a bet you're getting from me. Good gracious! Uh, I think you know. I think Love Shack just okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be super uh, super nerdy here. Not even. This isn't even oh super boy. nerdy, but on the TV show Glee, oh, right? Gee. I don't. I've never watched that show. It's so a I great show. Nothing. You, I, you know what? I I was a doubter in the beginning. Yeah. I watched a couple episodes. Actually, learned to enjoy it quite a bit. You know who loves that show? My grandmother, and she still watches Days of Our Lives. Okay, yes, that show is still on. Anyway, current. Um, Thirty years later. But anyway, I, I I don't know. I I just think I don't think. 
Especially if you listen to the to the music video version with that weird oh, intro. Oh, that weird intro was a little bit of a turnoff. That yeah, uh, I don't know. Love Shack should should have this spot at least, if not higher. Um, so I I don't know. I we will have to agree to disagree, sir. Yeah, but I do like that this is the least uh, surf rocky song that they have. Ugh. Compared I to didn't like rock even lobster. realize. Ugh, I did not and, realize and that Shack. that was a genre. Surf rock? Yeah, like, it's uh, like the, Beach the Beach Boys. Boys yeah. Okay. Well, because when I think of beat, like, surf, I think Beach Boys, so. Uh, okay. All right. Awesome. Can that category just be reserved for them? Can they just be special? I think, you know what? For who, which ones? Beach Boys. The Beach Boys? Yeah, yeah probably. Okay. Cool. Um, I don't know who else falls in that category. Right? I don't, other than the B-52s, really. I mean. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I think they're only beach, not beach, but surf rock song really is like rock lobster and that's about it but hmm. anyway uh not gonna get into the history of surf rock uh the next song that we're gonna be looking at is uh good gracious this song i'll be your everything by tommy page oh boy. and number 39 i don't um, think it should be on there at all n- me neither i do um, not like it you know because i was taking a look at, at what some people were saying about this song hmm. a lot of people thought this tommy page guy was just made up for full house like a couple That's what of, I thought. See, a lot of people Because he was that. like, Stephanie. <laughs> you know, you know mean, my name is Stephanie, so <laughs> when I watched Full House, I was like, he's singing to me, but I don't know this guy. Yeah. I mean, that certainly didn't help. Who is help he? That it was, you know, he didn't sing one of his <laughs> right. quote-unquote hits. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't want to, you know. I'm not, even consider, this is not a hit. I, so I'm not, sorry to take something away from this man, but I don't. Feel like this is a this hit. is just compared really... to the other things that could that were on the charts but didn't make it like right. this right like I would put you can't touch this or ice ice baby or Humpty uh, way Dance. ahead of this or Humpty Dance or any of all those yeah. and you know it's it's just a weird pick I mean I I guess the we're only not reason... biased towards uh, hip hop and R and B no, by the way no. guys we like all genres uh, in fact, but you're gonna see a lot of those songs just happen to be better than this song right this I mean. For for those of you uh, How I Met Your Mother yes. fans, uh, this is ba, Sandcastles ba, ba, on the Sand. Ba, ba, right? ba, ba, this is Robin Robin Sparkles, Sandcastles in the Sand, kind of. It's not even Let's Go to the Mall. No, it's not Let's it's Go. It's Sandcastles in the Sand. Uh, what was that other one she came out with, that gothy one? Yeah, uh, it was like Robin Daggers or something like that. Jeez. I don't know. But anyway, um, it, was, it was up there with that one. Um, but no, I think, I think what helped it was, of course, the Full House thing mm-hmm. and then... This was actually produced by the guys from New Kids. Ah, okay. So this was actually like I Jordan think, Knight. Yeah. And so Tommy Tommy Page was like a, a writer for them, a, a songwriter for them. He should have stayed a writer. <laughs> Maybe he should have given the song to someone else. Well, actually, okay, I was reading it on Wikipedia that Jordan Knight actually wanted to sing this song, but for some reason was like, okay, Tommy, we'll give this to you because he probably knew it was going to be a flop. I don't know if if Jordan Knight sang it, it could be different. Maybe I'll give him a call. Well, okay. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. So Steph actually knows Jordan Knight, which I is kind of crazy. Not um, not super close and personal, but he used to own the gym. Well, yeah, he owns the gym that I used to work at, and that was in that was, Rhode Island. Yes, in um, Rhode Island. Uh, I was close with the the management. So I was about to say something, but I forgot what. <coughs> oh no, I was gonna say you know maybe I'll tweet we, him. Who who knows? I mean. The only other Jordan Knight song that I know of is is "Give It to You," and that's about it. Hmm. Yeah, I see. I don't. Do you yeah. even know that song? No. Okay, there you well, go. I don't think so. Love it though. I'm Love sure if song. I heard it, I might know it. 
That's Baby, usually in the case with me. Oh, I can give it to you without a doubt. Oh, yeah, I know that song. You. Yeah. Great song. Great song. Love oh, it. boy. All right. Anyway, uh, moving right along, we are going to go with... I should know those songs, too, because they're you from should. my neck of the woods. Exactly. And Sorry, you know... New England. I'm letting you down. Being beat up by a Texan. Right. I know. Uh, we'll talk about it. A transplanted Texan we'll, at that. We'll... How dare you? <laughs> we'll talk about some more new kid stuff uh, yes. later on in the podcast. But um, next song that we have up, number 38, Rod Stewart, Downtown Train. I didn't mind the song. I think it was good for that song. Like, it, it definitely feels 1989. Yeah. You know? I Okay, I love Rod Stewart, and I love his music. I love <laughs> Do You Think I'm song. Sexy? Do you, uh, what's the other one? Uh, some Guys Have All the Luck. You know, because... Some guys have all the look is really depressing. Rod Stewart kind of has this kind of uh, new age Tom Jones feel about yeah. him. But this song made absolutely no sense I, to me. Yeah, I was a little... And I watched the music video to try and get some context. I we tried to read up times. on it. it. Is it literally just about the, the subway? I mean, I, we'll I see know. you on the subway later on. That's, what I'll, that's all I get from this song. I mean, from personal experience, living in New York City, going from Brooklyn... To Manhattan or to wherever else in the city. Downtown subway, the downtown train gets real busy. And sometimes it's not worth it. So, sometimes all you, all you can do is sing about it. I guess. I don't... I don't... It's, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, I, I don't understand. I don't get the song at all. I love Rod Stewart. And I don't want to ever say a disparaging thing about him. But this song makes zero sense to me. And how it made it to the top 40. Yeah. Uh, Probably I, just because it's Rod Stewart. I can't wait to see his other songs on the charts. Though, yeah. So, but uh, I, I always look forward to what he. Has. I don't know. It's it is a it's a good song. Mm-hmm. It just makes no sense to me. Right. All right. So, holy moly! I actually skipped one. Ah. Uh, real professional AC. So Which, that was actually number Rod Stewart is thirty seven. Jump back one more. So uh, we skipped thirty eight. Thirty eight. What was thirty eight? A big one. It's a big one. Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Yes. Um, <coughs> if so. anyone actually listened to the song and knows what it's about, please tell me. Because I was so wrapped up in the music video and the dancing and the choreography yes. and how uniform they were that I didn't, I, I try. I genuinely stopped for a second. Like halfway through, I caught myself. Like I'm not even listening to the words. I'm just watching the music video. Mm-hmm. And I think that's back then when music videos, you know, weren't art form. Yes. You know. People took time to really create something and create a story. Mm-hmm. And the kid with the blocked out by the fence and all that good stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I caught myself ha- <clears throat> halfway through. Losing my voice again. Caught myself halfway through. Like, I'm not even listening to the words. So, I started, or I tried, attempted to listen to the words at the halfway point And got myself caught up in, in the dancing, in the choreography. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, okay, so I, like, the the dance is, is fairly iconic. I mean, mm-hmm. I know my mom told me she would actually practice this dance with her friends oh, just wow. to get it down, like, and, and that's kind of where, you know, she got her love for dance and then mm-hmm. kind of transferred it over to me. Yeah. Um, but I think the reason why majority of, say, people our age, I you know, millennials. I would love to see do this dance. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She would love to. <laughs> um, but I think the reason why millennials would know this is because of the uh, lip sync battles. Yeah. When Joseph Gordon-Levitt mm-hmm. did it. Yeah. And, you know... I, it, it was awesome. He's awesome. He's a great, yeah. He's he's a great performer. He's a great entertainer. Yes. And just seeing him do that, and he he did it pretty slick. Like, yeah. 
He, I want to go back and watch He did that. it on the same level as Janet, I would even oh, wow. say. But, um... She looks so young and so, yes. like, such a baby, like, mm-hmm. in this video. And it's so funny because some of the moves I was telling AC, I was like, hey, that's a thriller move. Hey! And then, he, you know, maybe they had the same choreographer. Maybe. But then again, of course, MJ, JJ, same family. Yeah. So, I I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a it's, crazy talented it, family. Oh, I, I was going to tell you what I what I interpreted what the song was about, just mm-hmm. listening to what I could pick up mm-hmm. before I got entranced in the music video myself. I yeah. think it was something along the lines of, I think it's, it's you know, a statement on race relations and stuff gotcha. like that. You know, yeah. we are, we're all a part of a rhythm nation, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, which is kind gotcha. of, I'd say yeah. it's fairly pertinent to today's yeah. climate. Yeah, um, and especially back then, yeah. Yeah. It's still yeah. relevant. Um, I think it'll always be relevant um this it reminds me of a conversation that we had with my mom last night oh yeah she was asking you know we were watching fences the the new denzel washington version with viola davis Mm -hmm. and they were you know she's amazing she's from rhode island why you gotta plug your state every change i have to that's the only time we get any shine (laughs) nobody knows us anyway um yeah no thanks meryl streep for putting her somewhere Uh. else anyway um so my mom just noticing my mom's you know uh middle-aged asian woman so she you know there's an excess not excessive but there's you know fair use of the n-word yeah in fences and she's like why you know why do why is it okay why is it okay for for you know black people black people to, to to use that word to each other to each other and we really didn't have an answer i mean well for me i <clears throat> i said i don't know mm-hmm just because, only because I, I genuinely don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't use that word. I'm, I'm not really, my family doesn't really use the word mm-hmm. too much. Um, I know a lot of my family on, on my dad's side is mostly men. So mm-hmm. I'm sure together, you know, they say it, but mm-hmm. you know, they're very, they're very gentlemanly and they're mm-hmm. very respectful around their women. So, you know, they don't speak harshly or anything like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, but you know, we're you're comfortable with who you're comfortable with. You know, you say things that you wouldn't say in front of other people, Mm -hmm. you know, around your close family, your friends, you know, people you normally don't, you people you're open with. Mm -hmm. So probably a big reason why, you know, and also the context and the way that they're saying it. Right. And that's the other thing. Because I'm sure if, I'm sure if, you know, a black man said it in in a wrong way to another one, they'd still get offended. Right. You know, so uh, it's, it is kind of a utilitarian word, just right. kind of a filler, if you will. Yeah. But, you know, uh, but it's still... Like that Bernie Mac uh, stand-up where black people say MF. Yeah. And right, he's like, right. it's just a noun, a person, yeah. place, or a thing. Yeah. Replace it with anything. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so... And then, and then she asked, you know, what's the... Uh, you know, what's the right way to say it? You know, what's the correct way of saying it without offending somebody? And the only thing I could think of, the nicest way to say it is don't say don't it. Don't say it, yeah. Especially, yeah. especially if, you're not, if you're not black. If you're not African American, yeah. don't don't touch that. You yeah. Know? Um, but, you know, I, anyway, yeah. just, just an interesting, it's a topic that yeah. I think is just going to, you know, Continually be yeah. a point of contention and, yeah. and conversation. I'm sure it'll come up again, especially hundreds of with, years. Yeah, dealing with the music industry, I'm sure it'll come up. Yeah, absolutely. Because whether it should be allowed to be heard on the radio, because it's crazy. Because you know, at work there's this there's this girl, and she, you know, she's she's Asian solely, you know, but she grew up in a very suburban, you know, neighborhood, and yet, you know, 
um, I was training one day and she was talking and she, she said it and I was like, what the, and like, it, it caught me off guard Mm -hmm. to the point where I continued on with the conversation with her. And then I sat there and was like, did she, I was so shocked that she said it Mm -hmm. and felt comfortable saying it in front of Mm -hmm. me. And I was just like, why now I'm like, am am I, why does she feel like it's okay to say in front of me? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just all, those conversations always come up or, you know, they, I think about them. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a strange, I don't know. It's, it's a. I'm I, if you're not black, don't use it, please. Yes. That's the only, I guess. Just don't use it. If you don't need to use it at all, don't use it. I think the worst thing I've ever, I've ever seen in in terms of that word is when I watch like a YouTube video and like a uh, a like a white child yes, uses it just yes. you know out of fun and you know yeah. it's because they don't know any better. Yeah, I, and and don't don't get me wrong, I'm not a social justice warrior by any means, yeah. but that's just come uh, on now, let's like, just, let's teach our children. Right, right. Anyway, sorry. How did we get there? I Holy don't moly. know, but it's great subject. I Jeez. guess. I think this is what Janet Jackson wanted. She wanted Maybe. some open she wanted dialogue. Us to, <laughs> she wanted us to talk about it. Jeez. Wow. Um, yes. Not <laughs> not pushing aside that important issue, but yes. Yes. Oh, good gracious. Uh, anyway, moving right along <laughs> um, to cap out the five um, for this 36. episode. Number 36 is going to be James Ingram, I Don't Have the Heart. <laughs> So I I just listened to the song for the first time, um, and I like it a lot. Actually, I'm glad it's out of the five. It was the one that reached closest to number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it a lot. The music video was great. We found the lone Filipino guy <laughs> just doing his own thing. That girl, the I main don't character, have the, heart. <laughs> the main character, the girl was hype. She was. So hyped for the guy when he hit the high note. I don't know. And also, so uh, uh, jokes aside, I love that the song, you can hear, you can just hear all the instruments individually. Like mm. nowadays, <clears throat> sometimes you can't even, you cannot tell if there's an instrument mm-hmm. over Kanye West making a noise with his mouth. <laughs> which you is know? majority of his songs. Yeah. Which I'm fine I, with. I like, I like it. But hey, I still, I, love I I, you know, I like, I don't know if you've heard me say this before, but I'm sure I have said it. I I went to an art school, so I just have an appreciation of instruments and what they were made to do. And mm-hmm. I understand, you know, branching out and pushing it and seeing what else they can do. But I also, there there's times where it's appropriate just to, to use a violin as Having a violin. A, a classic, classical mastery, I guess. Right. You know. Just artistry and, and mm-hmm. care for your instruments and, mm-hmm. and, and, and the art of music in general. Okay, so see, beautiful. this is where we beautiful. this is where we differ in mm-hmm. the song, mm-hmm. and it's not on the whole art. I, I love this song. This is an amazing song, but you you just listened to it for the first time yes. not too long ago. I've heard this song a hundred times over. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those songs that Filipinos love, like one of these like, ballads. Karaoke. But here's the thing about the song. It is a super mean song. Is it? It is super... Okay, think about it. The lyrics are, I, I don't I don't have the heart to hurt you. Uh-huh. It's the last thing I want to do. Uh-huh. Oh, how nice. How sweet. Yeah. But I don't have the heart to love you. At least he's honest. No, but... No. Like, okay. <laughs> like, okay. So, uh, 
No, I would hate to then do that. Then how the hell was he dancing with the girl that had this music and video made thing. no dancing? See, Never see, mind now. See, now there you go. See, oh, I just man. opened your eyes to something horrible now. So the I music video, because like it. it was the first time I ever really watched a music video. I've heard mm-hmm. the song hundred times before. Right. But then I'm like, why is this lady all for this song? Right. Like, she is loving like it. Like, she was but the only one like, in the crowd to, like, just stand there at the open dance floor. It's just him. And then towards the end, he goes and slow dances with her. And I'm like... Now that you're saying that, I'm like, no, no, don't slow dance with yeah, him. He just, right. he just broke out hot. Yeah, right. Like, uh, uh, see, I, and I want to, I want to love the song. That's where the lone the... Filipino come comes in and steals the show. <laughs> exactly. Like, if he will not love you, I will love you. I will love you with all of my heart. <laughs> but no, like all of it. I mean, no, seriously. Like that's my thoughts. Oh, like wow. about the song. Like when I first heard it, mm-hmm. were the exact same as yours. Like, wow, this is a, a sweet song. Yeah. Or, or this is a good song. But yeah. when you really listen to the words, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have the heart to hurt you, but I don't have the heart to love you either. I guess. <laughs> I guess my appreciation for instruments uh-huh. overshadowed what he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> because I was just like these violins and this cello is just loving my life and this bass and this piano solo like i just love the whole arrangement it, of it. it is it is a good song and i'm i'm i do think it deserves a spot in the top 40 especially mm-hmm. where it is right now mm-hmm. um but you know james ingram's voice is just incredible. yeah it's great it's, it's amazing it's great um i'm sure we're gonna talk about more of his yeah, music coming so. up um because I think he's a little underrated, to be honest with you. He's a little underrated mm. to me. I need to find out some more about him. I need to hear more of his stuff and then I'll... Uh, but I, I wouldn't doubt... 100 Ways? Oh, um, yeah. Okay. I gotcha. What's what's another one? I, I'm sure I can... Is that the song that you always karaoke? Yes. Okay. I love that song. Like I said... Hey, a true Filipino. Filipinos love a love song. <laughs> and love karaoke. It. And karaoke. Um, but no, it is it is a good song. And like you said, it is a good song... Musically and then mm-hmm. vocally, because mm-hmm. James James Ingram's voice is is just amazing. We um, just need to work on the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Who well, wrote this song? Honestly, for this man, like, you know what? I I came up with a, a modern day equivalent of it, and it's horrible. You know what I came up <sighs> what with? Is it? It's it's Big Sean. I don't f with you. No, oh, no. It is kind oh, of that no. song. It's just. Oh no. <laughs> oh man, there has to be another song that's like I love you. What's that? I hate you. I love you song. Oh, okay, that yes, okay, that one's more recent, but <laughs> yes. a couple of years ago, with, yes. that that would have been yeah. I I don't really like that. I love I hate you. I love you song. So I don't like I don't f with you either. But that's the closest I could come up with. Because you're cruel comedically, human. I guess. Oh boy, it's all about the jokes, isn't it? All about but the it's, jokes. It's true. Some, somebody email it. Somebody email it and tell me I'm wrong. It is the same kind of thing. It's like, I, I think it, it's along the same lines. Of we'll like, have to do like a lyric side-by-side sheet in review. I, I don't know. It'll match up perfectly. Oh, but. no. I don't expect it to, but I think it would be interesting. <clears throat> but to be <clears throat> fair, I, lose my voice I, would, I, would go, I would go the James Ingram route versus the Big Sean route. That's because you're a romantic guy. I am. And you, would, you would try to subtly not hurt someone's feelings. You're not going to straight up be like, I don't F with you, <laughs> stupid ass. Bleh. I don't F with you. Are, are I don't trying... give an F about you or anything that you do. Ariana Grande. <laughs> Aw. 
Shout out to her and uh, what's Ariana Grande. If you the ever Miz. want to come on the show, I was about to call it the Miz, Mac Miller. I meant <laughs> the, <laughs> the Miz. Why do you keep trying to turn this podcast into a wrestling podcast? I don't know. He's married, okay? Is he? Yes, he just got oh, married recently. So sorry. He was on the Real World. Well, people in the Real World can't get married. They can. I just don't trust it. <laughs> so sorry to. They're, his a, wife. they're actually, you know, if you ever, I saw some things from their Instagram. They're actually, you know. Just goals. Hashtag goals. Really? Yeah, they work out together. They're, like, super supportive of each other. We don't even work out together. Well, Because well, we, we, we don't did. work out. We did for one summer. Yeah, and hey, hashtag we, goals. We, we did took, pretty good. We did all right. Anyway, wow, we are we're getting... <laughs> yes, we are and a couple. the gym lost air conditioning, and we're like, nope. <laughs> this was uncomfortable to begin with. We didn't we even go move. back to see if the air conditioning has come back on. We just gave up. Okay, well. Oh, gosh. Did sorry. We, did we cover everything? Was I think we all did. five songs? Guys, we're so glad that you listened to this rambly, awesomely mapped out podcast. And we know you're going to listen to the next one. But honestly, like, seriously, in all real, in, in all honesty, guys, we, we are having a lot of fun doing this podcast. And we hope that you're enjoying it and that you stick with us for the next one. 35 to 31. Mm-hmm. Yes, 35 to 31. There's some good songs coming up on that one, too. So be ready, um, you 90s lovers. Yes. Uh, we're going to... Yeah, I'm excited for the next five. Um, once again, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Oh, another thing for news, uh, and another news, according to the Huffington Post. Can we save that for the next one? No. Uh, <laughs> Sync is getting back together. For a little reunion, twenty years, uh, twenty year reunion of their Christmas album, and then they're also going to be getting album. their Hollywood Walk of Fame star this year. Sometime they don't know when, but you know they have to coordinate a schedule. Okay. But yes, but we'll talk about. I had to. We'll talk about more details on that in the next podcast. Yes. Uh, guys, subscribe to the podcast. Yes. So whenever we put out the next one, it'll automatically download. You'll have us on the road, ready to go. Whether you're about to catch a flight or take Shout a long drive. Shout out to drive. the people who listen to us while they drive. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. I know I love uh, listening to podcasts when I drive. So Shout out hopefully, to Jason and Deb. Hopefully we, <laughs> uh, yeah, Austin Austin radio DJs, Jason and Deb. Um, but hopefully we keep you company on, on, on trips like that. Uh, email us. Converse Sh- with us. Shot through the chart at gmail.com. Through T-H-R-U. At gmail.com. Um... We'll be coming back with the next podcast once again, 35 to 31. I'm really excited. I'm really excited as we get yeah. closer to the top. There are some songs that just look like they're going to be a blast to review. Um, but Maybe I'm, I'll wing the next one. Don't even tell me what they are. So then when they come that up... That might be fun. When you say them, I will hear them for the first time. I'll listen to them and then I'll do a right on the air review. If you guys couldn't tell, this this we're learning as we go, okay. And hopefully, I just like to do things on the fly because no. whatever comes to my head, I'm just I want to give that to you guys. I want to give you the knowledge from my brain as it candid, forms. Candid opinion. Oh yeah, that would be the word. Yes, if I had vocabulary. Thank you for your candor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sounds like a a group of Divergent or Hunger Games. It's from Divergent. Is it? Yes. 
Oh, well then. Wow. Sweet. Shows how much I pay attention to movies, guys. Know what we won't be reviewing in the Spoiler alert, guys. Future. Stephanie loves to read. <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys. I hate reading. I love reading so much. I just don't read those books that are gotcha. all the rage and popular. Gotcha. I'm more she reads, uh, she reads refined versions of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, God. Don't get me started on Fifty Shades of Grey. Anyway, we will talk about more of that stuff. In the next podcast. Can I have a uh, book review podcast? Would that be boring? Would you guys listen? How many book nerds out there? Don't be shy. It's okay. Guys, if we never put out another podcast, it's because we're working on 50 <laughs> other podcasts that <laughs> Steph has come up with. Guys, we will see you in... podcasts not of gray. <laughs> that no, was cheesy. No. <laughs> Guys. We love you. We will see you in the next podcast. Tune in. This is AC Ponce. Stephanie Henderson. We will see you in the next podcast. See you. Bye.